Hello, boss, and welcome back to the show. I know you are going to love today's interview. I recently sat down with Kristen Lowry, who is a SEO copywriter and strategist based here in Brisbane. Kristen knows her stuff. And the reason why I can say this undoubtedly is because she helped me get to page one for my own keyword search. Not only does Kristen understand how to get your website talking to Google and highly ranked for your keyword search, she is an amazing writer, which is essential. Being on page one, but then your website not converting is going to let your whole strategy down, which is why Kristen is the complete package. Stick around to the very end because Kristen is dishing up all the good stuff today. You're listening to the Run Your Business Like a Boss podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm Christy Robinson, your host. I'm here to advocate for you, the business owner who's knee deep in the messy middle. If you're tired of feeling stretched, overworked and overwhelmed, you're in the right place. My goal is to help you streamline, systemize and create a strategy that enables you to step from stressed out worker to the boss of your business. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hello, Kristen, and welcome to the show. I'm so excited for today's conversation. I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. So I have done a quick introduction ahead of our interview, but what I didn't mention to our boss who is listening today is that you were once a Wall Street lawyer, and I am so curious to know, how do you transition from being a Wall Street lawyer to an SEO strategist and copywriter based in Brisbane, Australia. How does that happen? Well, in the States, a law degree is actually a a second degree. You have to have an undergrad degree first. And my undergrad degree was a essentially a speech writing degree. I did English Lit and Poli Sci with a goal to becoming a speech writer. So when I met my darling husband, who is an Australian, we decided to stay here. I was working at an Australian law firm and I just realized that this was my chance to make a change. I had to get re-established here. I had to learn new law. I had to go back to school. <laughs> I thought, no, it's time to make a change. And so at that point, I started just going back and doing editing and that kind of work. And then over time, I sort of built this into practice and learned about SEO. And here I am today. <laughs> It's so funny. You often hear about people having these amazing careers and then transitioning into their true passion, which is what it sounds like in your case. Yeah. Look, I loved being a lawyer in New York. It was everything you can imagine. It was, there was lots of fancy shoes, amazing nights out eating dinner, you know, fantastic clients. But, you know, you have a family, you settle down, and that's not the lifestyle for you anymore. It certainly wasn't for me. And when I met my husband, I was ready for a change. I was looking for a change. If I hadn't had decided to come here, I would have left New York anyway. So I think it was just a fortuitous timing. And yeah, I loved it when I did it, but it wasn't, it didn't have legs, you know, no longevity really. Yeah, I love that. And and having a business that you love and something that it truly does have longevity and that you can do it in and around your lifestyle, raising a family, as you said, and, and whatnot. And the reason why I wanted to have you on the show today is because you have been instrumental in my own SEO strategy and my own SEO success in that I remember when we first started working together, 
I said to you, this is my goal. I want to get to page one for this this keyword search, which was so advantageous because I think at the time I might not have even been anywhere, like maybe page 20 or something ridiculous. And so I wanted to start with this SEO conversation around why is it so powerful for small business owners to have an SEO strategy? SEO is really the only organic way you can reach people. And by organic, I mean that the people out in the world have had their say. They've said, this person is great at what they do. And because of that, Google's been, oh, this person is great at what they do. And they push you up and up and up and up in the rankings, sending more and more traffic your way, which more traffic means more conversions, more conversions, more sales. More sales is essentially more revenue. It's vital. And since 2020, I mean, we've really seen leaps and bounds, people seeking leaps and bounds in the digital real estate that's their website, that's everything they do online. Business owners are really understanding that that's where people are going to find solutions to their problems, whether it's a product they want to buy or a service they want to buy. And so we're all putting in a lot more effort into that sort of virtual storefront to show everyone here, we're here, we're great at what I what we do. And SEO is the way that you can show Google that you're great at what you do. And then Google tells everybody else and everybody trusts Google. (laughs) You know, if you're at the top of the rankings, Google puts you at the top of the rankings. People say that person's the best at this. There's a lot in there that I just want to unpack, actually, is that it's about showing people that you're great at what you do, but it's not enough to just have great words on a page, really. It's actually about what you said is the telling Google that you're great. And I think that that's what's so powerful about it is, is that you can't wing SEO is my take on it and and certainly my own personal experience with my own website. The strategy that sits behind it is about giving Google those indicators that, hey, this is what I do. This is why I'm so great. This is why you need to push me up the rankings and put me in front of the searcher, so to speak. That's exactly right. So I always describe... SEO as like going through your website and highlighting it with a big yellow Google highlighter, (laughs) just saying, hey, Google, this is what I'm about. This is what I do. This is what's important. And then when Google sees that, it latches on to those phrases, those keywords, and it says, all right, we believe you. We believe that's what you're about. So we're going to push you forward in that specific space. Say you're selling sneakers. You want to say, I sell white leather sneakers, Australian made. You want to use those keywords because as much as you can inside of your copy and inside of your back end, then show Google with all of your optimization, all of your little techniques, all your SEO techniques, this is what I'm about. And then they'll put you forward for selling white sneakers. <laughs> it's so interesting, actually, because you said before that it's about the digital real estate. And I think that behaviors have changed a little bit what you're saying again around since 2020 you know, that's become even more important. But people's behavior has changed in that they're searching for more specific and sophisticated searches as opposed to a generic search. So lending itself to what you just said, white leather sneakers, as opposed to just sneakers in Australia. That's right. And also, I mean, you know, 10 years ago in 2012 or whenever it was, there there was like a thousand searches a day. I mean, now there's like I don't know, 40,000 a minute or something. I have the statistics. I can look it up, but it's uh, tons and tons and tons and tons of searches. So in nobody's ranking for sneakers, maybe Nike, but everyone else needs to find those long tail, we call them keywords, which are directly targeted to their own business. So white leather sneakers or Australian made sneakers, Australian made leather sneakers. The benefit of that is that 
all of these extra searches mean that there's a lot of extra searcher intent. There are a lot of people out there searching for exactly what you have to offer. So even if your keyword is only generating you, you know, 10 or 20 results a month versus 25,000 like sneakers would or 2 million, I don't know what it would be. Every single person that finds you through that keyword is really relevant to what you sell. And so they're coming to you already a warm lead. You know, they're saying, right, I want white leather sneakers. Oh, you sell them. Great. Let's see if you've got my size or it's just the next step of closing that. And it's the same with services. You know, if it's a business coach or for me, SEO copywriter, you just work on those keywords and the people that you find through those if it's SEO copywriter Brisbane, the people you find there will be directly looking for you or for me in that case. And I'm able to answer the problem that I have. And that's exactly what Google wants and what they want. So it's a (laughs) win-win. I love that so much because no one really wants a whole bunch of traffic that's not necessarily going to be a warm lead, as you said, or a qualified lead that's going to go on to become a sale or, or, you know, work with you in some way inside your business. So it's really about rather than that kind of say and spray methodology, it's really about getting super niche and really tailored and putting that message out there to that person that is exactly looking for that thing that you have to offer. I love the way that you put that. That's right. And also, I just wanted to mention that, you know, 80% of people are looking online before they make any purchase. I mean, not before they go shopping at Woolies, for example, but before they make any out of the ordinary purchase, they're looking online. And that means that, you know, these people 10 years ago, five years ago, wouldn't have been looking online, even if they're going to go buy it in a shop or meet you face to face before engaging with you. They still look online. And so it's vital that you're there, that you have a presence and that you pop up. Otherwise, you're just getting missed out, unfortunately. (laughs) So one of the things that you said earlier was around trust. And I think you are 100% right in that people trust what Google have to say. So would you say that that in itself is social proof if you're on page one or page two for a keyword search in your niche? Absolutely. I mean, when you look at a search results page, the top five, eight results are all ads, but only two people out of 10 will ever click on an ad for any reason. They just skip right over that. The reason is, is that they know someone out there has paid to get that result. And that means they go, well, I don't know, anyone could pay for it, you know, but if they go down and down and they look at the ones that are organically appearing, they know that they are appearing because the person who owns the website, the brand has shown that they're the best result for that search, that they are the one who's going to answer that problem the best. And that's, you know, frankly, that's in Google's benefit. They're a business. If they're giving people search results that aren't giving them the answers they need or the services or products they need, people are going to use something else. (laughs) So in our SEO techniques, we just utilize those sort of things that Google has set up to put ourselves out there in the front. So that I think is a really good segue into my next question, which is for a business owner who is looking to DIY their own SEO, what would be some simple tips for you to share? So I would suggest doing three things. And the first thing you'll want to do is do some keyword research. I know that sounds terrifying. So (laughs) it's quite, you know, it is quite simple, really. Just sit down at your computer, open Google and say, all right, I'm looking for I need a copywriter for my website. We'll just use me as an example. What do I write to find a copywriter? Do I want a local copywriter? Okay, so maybe I'll write copywriter Brisbane or freelancer. I don't want to work with an agency. Just brainstorm the things that you would search for to really find someone in your niche. Once you have that, type it into Google. Google is excellent at giving you keyword results. 
type it into Google, and then see what happens. As you scroll down on the search result page, halfway down, there'll be a sort of panel that says people also search. And it's a panel there of keywords and long tail keywords that people who are searching for your keyword also have searched for. So maybe they've used your keyword and thought, oh, I didn't get the result I wanted. Here are some other ones, some other choices. Those are excellent keywords to then start thinking about implementing. Then further down at the bottom of the page, that so you'll get a panel that's related searches. And that also gives you a whole selection of keywords that Google is saying, these are related to what you've just typed. Those are a great place to start. And if you take one of those keywords, especially if you feel that it's targeted towards you and run with that, that's an excellent place to start with having no tools. You don't have to pay for any industry tools. And there's also lots of free tools online, but Google is the easiest place to start. So once you find that keyword, just go to your copy on that page. Maybe you're going to apply it to your homepage. Go in there and look at your copy. You want to start implementing that keyword in your copy. First rule, it has to be natural. Don't be jamming that in everywhere and making it look <laughs> crazy. Google does not like that. People do not like that. Try to get it in your title. Try to get it in one of your higher level headings, like an H2. Try to get it in a lower level heading. And then depending on how long your copy is, maybe you want to put it in three more times or up to 12 times if it's a really long, you know, 2000 word piece. But really, I would suggest you sort of leave it at the five kind of level. When you optimize your images for the page, upload them with a title that also has that keyword in it and separate it with hyphens. Google loves that. Then the last thing you need to do is go into the back end of your platform and have a look at the SEO tools that relate to your specific platform. They'll be different if you're using WordPress or Squarespace or Wix, but I believe all of them have SEO tools now. There's fantastic tutorials for most of the platforms that can walk you through how to use those tools on the back end, but they're very simple. Make sure you get your keyword in the URL of the page. Make sure you get it into the featured snippet or the description of the page. You know, make sure it's on any of featured images that you're using as well. And I think you'll probably walk away going, oh my gosh, I don't know if I did that right. <laughs> you probably didn't, but a little bit of SEO is better than none. Just give it a go. And then, you know, over time, once, you've, once you're able to, you'll be able to outsource anything you don't feel confident in. But that's a great way to start. Oh my goodness. So much, so much, so much, so much in there that <laughs> that our boss We listen to it slowly. <laughs> I'll do a quick recap so it's easy to take away, but absolutely agree. I think it's something that anyone who is really wanting to DIY their SEO, you'll want to go back to that and really unpack all of the things. But the first thing that you mentioned, Kristen, is keyword research. Secondly, is implementing those keywords across the page. And you did caveat one keyword per page. You don't want to muddy the waters and confuse Google. You want to keep it as simple as possible. And then the third one is to utilize the SEO tools on your website. And back in the day, I believe that you know, WordPress was definitely favoured, but that's not certainly the case. And I know for me personally, as you know, Kristen, because you've helped me with my SEO, I have a Wix website, which is a drop and drag website, much like Squarespace, if you haven't heard of it. And I was able to get to a pretty major keyword search using Wix. And so, as you said, the the SEO tools that come with a lot of the websites is, you know, pretty good. And and you also mentioned there's lots of free videos and whatnot out there to teach you the, the technical side. But what you did say is that at some point you might want to outsource it. And let's be real, why would you want to outsource this to a 
professional or a strategist like yourself? <laughs> well, SEO is a little bit tricky. <laughs> it's it's sort of an art and a science. So you do need to really be able to write because it has to come out naturally within the copy. But you also need to be able to understand the technical side of it, which is just a lot of studying. I've taken courses and masterminds and, you know, listening to experts left, right and center. So it is something that you just need to spend time learning. And frankly, we can't all learn everything and still be experts in our own businesses. In the beginning, we try to do as much as we can. But as you develop your business and um, scale and build, you need to have that time to work on your own clients, like you said, in your own realm of genius. So I would suggest that for me, for example, I need to outsource social media management. It's not something I'm good at. It's not something I really understand. So you just pick the things that are maybe too time consuming. And I just think that SEO is one of those things that's a little bit difficult to sometimes get your head around. Not impossible. Anyone can do it if they want to. It just means you focusing your resources there instead of somewhere else. It reminds me of something that Travis Wright said in a recent podcast episode that I did with her is that it's good to have across all your business a basic understanding of all the functions. And I think that for me, that's what I think about with SEO as well, is that I outsourced the bulk of the work to you. You set it up. You did all the things. But because then I understood what was happening, I was then able to continue the strategy when I was uploading or when Bambi was uploading podcast episodes and things like that. So I think it's always important what you said that you understand what's happening. But for me to have sat there and tried to figure out the full strategy, I was able to use your strategy and run with it. There's a lot of power in outsourcing that to someone who is an expert. And speaking of, you know, I know for a fact that you have invested an enormous amount in this skill set because you were actually the very first person that I met when I moved to Brisbane. And it was, I attended your SEO workshop and we were on the other side of town. And that was in 2019. And I know that you'd spent a lot of time before then investing in your skill set. And then also having known you for the past couple of years, I know all the things that you've done to really hone that skill set. And no business owner who's not specializing in SEO is not going to be able to know all the things that you know. (laughs) That's right. I mean, I think we all have the thing that lights us up. I couldn't believe SEO does it for me. <laughs> who, would, who would have ever thought that? But um, yes, yeah, so we find the things that we really like and we focus on that. And yeah, I was just thinking about when we met the other day and how amazing it is, these interactions we have and how they grow and develop into these, you know, cool friendships and, you know, business colleagues kind of situations. I love it. Yeah, it's great. But I do, I agree. I mean, I am not an expert at running my own business, for example, and I come to you for a lot of advice. <laughs> so there are things that we're good at and there are things that we aren't. And when you find the thing that you're good at, put your energy into that, specialize and leave the rest up to the experts, I say. Yeah, such good advice, such good advice. When it comes to SEO, there is obviously two avenues that someone might go down in terms of getting SEO into their website, either a digital marketing agency or a copy, an SEO copywriter like yourself. Why one or the other? I don't think it really matters. (laughs) There are benefits to both. Both are excellent choices. It just depends on what you want to get out of the situation. So a digital agency is, first of all, it's going to be more expensive generally. They they generally have a huge team. It usually includes web developers who can do backend coding, and they usually spend a lot of time working on backlinks. Backlinking is not something that I personally do. It's a huge amount of resources for a very small result. So I suggest I always work towards a more organic doing something like this, like a podcast where you'll get a link back to your website. Perfect. But 
cold emailing bunches of people to try to get a link on their site is not a great. <laughs> no one likes to get those emails. So we leave that up to the digital agencies. It works very well with SEO when it's done right. So I'm not at all saying don't do it. I'm just saying it's a huge time and resource use. But on the other hand, freelancers or solopreneurs or people with a small group like myself, they're generally less expensive. You have a personal relationship with them and they don't usually make you go onto a contract. So a digital agency wants you on a contract. So they're putting, doing these backlinks for you and they'll do, you know, two a month and they'll write two articles a month and they'll do this and that. And of course I have packages if people would like them, but there's no contracts. You don't have to stay with me. You just can come and go as you please or dip in when you need a little help and dip out. And I think that's the benefit of working sort of with someone, a smaller operator. Both will have excellent copywriters. I know because I do a lot of copywriting for digital agencies. <laughs> so if you go with a digital agency, I might still be doing the writing and that's fine. So, you know, your end results will probably be equal. Just how you get there will be a little bit different. Yeah, lots there. Now, I want to shift gears because I think that right now, the boss who's listening to this episode has already got plenty to take away when it comes to SEO. But what I'd love to know from you, because you have been running your business for five years, and so I'm sure there's a lot of lessons that you have garnered in that time. What's what's your top few lessons? My top suggestion is that as soon as you start getting business and you can afford it, start outsourcing the things that aren't within your expertise, because keeping those things to you, all that does is make you spend a lot of extra time on things that you aren't that great at and takes you away from the things that you actually are great at. So you could be funneling that time into making more money by helping your clients. (laughs) And then you could be by doing your own bookkeeping or sending out invoices or doing your newsletters or whatever it is that you find difficult and time consuming. So I think I left that too long, but Definitely, if you find that you're getting to a point where it's impacting on your ability to do your work for your clients, you're not being timely in your responses, you're not being able to reply to emails, it is definitely time to outsource. You will take a hit on your revenue, that's life, and you just have to then move into that space by doing more work in the things that's actually going to generate you real money. Well, it's all time and time is such a precious resource is the, is the truth of it. And if you're spending time on things that you could be outsourcing and, and let's face it, it could be even at a cheaper rate to what you charge out your, your services at, you could be replacing that time with client work, which is income generating activities. And whilst in the short term, the profit will go down and you will see that little bit of a dip, it will come back up again when you're able to fill that time with client work or as I said, as you said, actually, with, you know, servicing and and supporting client work. So good tip there. I 100% echo and agree with that. And even just on your point around the bookkeeper, getting a bookkeeper, getting someone in your financials as soon as you possibly can. That that was my first resource. I think there's a lot of people that go to VAs first, but I think that having a good solid bookkeeper and and having a good understanding of your financials is is imperative. So I 100% echo that. I have to say, Kristen, I've loved this conversation. I love always talking to you, but also just hearing you talking about SEO and and seeing your face. You, you know, our listener can't obviously see it, but you really, really light up when you talk about SEO. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if that makes me um, cool or a bit of a nerd, but I'll take it. <laughs> Maybe a little bit of both and that's cool. I'm a bit nerdy too, so that's all right. You know, there's so much that the boss who's listening to this episode can take out and really apply and really think about what this means for their business. Uh, where can we find you? Tell us about about that. You can find me on my website. <laughs> so that's uh, kmlowry.com. 
go there and visit me. I'd love to see you. There's a lot of resources on there about how to write your own website, how to DIY your SEO, and more will be coming. So definitely check that out. I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, Kristen Lowry Writes. So you can find me there and LinkedIn. All the places you'd expect to find Kristen. I will tag that in the show notes. Thank you so much, Kristen. I've loved this conversation. Thanks so much for having me. Well, boss, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Lots of things for you to pull out of this episode and put into action if you are wanting to find yourself on page one of Google. Thank you so much for listening to the episode and I look forward to chatting with you next week. Thank you so much for joining me. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider leaving a review. And if you're not already doing so, connect with me over on Instagram. My handle is Christy Robinson underscore consulting. And listen up, if you're keen to learn more about how I can support you to run your business like a boss, check out the website, christyrobinson.com.au. Thanks again, and I look forward to chatting with you next time.